Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. We're hot. All aboard! Western Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 WSSB, 1057 FM. Did I get that right? FM. Yeah, and then... The fan. Yeah, I first they introduced the stations. Keep Tom going. Wants to get, well, Tom wants to get his name. No, I, I was just reminding you. Stop hollering never, at me. Never never make any movements towards John because <laughs> you just screwed him up and confused him, Tom. Squirrel. You can't, you can't do anything. <laughs> Don't even scratch an itch on your nose when John's going. Because you look, you, you took the record right out. You took the pin uh, off the record. Okay. And now he's drinking coffee. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, we got John Lehman over there who's forgetting. What, well, quit waving at him. That I, we're confusing. Uh, we we have uh, Danny Bush, myself, Tommy the True Newbauer. We've got Greg on the board. we got a new intern, Anthony, in this morning, a trainee. And we have a special guest in the studio, Randy Belko uh, from uh, uh, from Midwestern Shooter Supplies up there in beautiful Lomira, Wisconsin. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. You had some rain up there. We've had rain. Yeah, that's Everybody's good. Everybody's had rain. That's good. We need it. <laughs> not up there. Yeah. Anymore, do you? You? No, he's not way up north, John. Lamira's been hit about every time a storm's gone through the have, state of Wisconsin. Have they gone just yeah, north of us? Yeah, we've a lot of rain. Oh, they yeah. have. Okay. I think John's got a lot of time. He's watching that Weather Channel. <laughs> he sees that green and orange. Well, he, the green and orange. Everybody's watching that on their app. You're going out on your computer now. You see the green and orange, and if you see the orange, oh, 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 we got to get off the water. It's orange. That just means heavy rain. That's why God invented. Doesn't mean lightning. That's why God invented doesn't mean, rain you know, suits. Doesn't mean you know wrath and end of the world thunder, Four twenty horsemen. foot waves or anything, <laughs> locusts. No, just means heavy rain. Yeah. We even have a phone that has cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. What? Mass hysteria. Well, you got you look at the TV. You got an old flip phone like me. You lost your phone probably twenty years ago. No, no, John's got he's got got a smartphone. I lost one of the big ones too. So now I've got. Hey, did I tell you guys? Did I tell you guys about John's answering machine? Did did you guys figure it out? No, no. Wait, listen to this. Okay, I 
I go, you know, John, you know, John and Lowy got an answering machine after like how many thousands of years? They finally got an answering machine, Randy, okay? No, we had that since I know. we. Well, but they finally plugged it in, I don't know, a couple months ago. And I said, John, I said, I've been leaving you messages, but I never hear anything from you and Lowy. I leave Lowy messages. He says, we don't know how to work that thing. <laughs> so now, now it. So I go over, I'm over there one day and I said, where's that answering machine? He says, oh, it's over there somewhere. So I find it. And here on the answering machine is a is a round circle, and it's got four arrows on it. The bottom arrow says play and stop. The yep. top arrow says delete. I said, John, all you got to do is hit play, and if you don't want to listen to it, hit stop and then delete. Get rid can of I it. Put, well, you're a genius, put, Tom. <laughs> you're a genius, Tom. You got to understand. tape over the, the delete one, and will that just constantly delete? Why don't you just get rid of the answering machine then? Hey, you didn't want, this is the only phone that's worked so far. Well, yeah, but but you never answer it anymore. No. Because it only rings like three times, the answering machine kicks in, and then... It's not a business. Here's, here's a John, house. I got the perfect... So, okay, because you, you want to delete, you don't want all those messages. Years ago, when I got tired of getting phone calls, one time I picked up the phone and I went, Hi, you have reached Dan's house. I'm not here right now, but if you'd like, please leave a message at the tone. And then I went, kind of made kind of a sound and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the people would start talking and then then I'd just hang up after you know so I'd start getting my messages and they never even knew it was just me they thought it was the, <laughs> they thought it was a machine oh, uh, oh. that's all you gotta do you yeah my dog so Randy you're <laughs> it was you, taking you a year to think that one up you got the big fall fest coming up next weekend yep the eighth annual. This is a big deal up Ooh. at uh, Midwestern Shooter Supplies in in Lomira. Uh, man, you got everything going on up there. Let me just list some of this stuff real quick. You got this, and if I forget anything, let me know. You sure. got the Sportsman Swap Meet. That's on Friday. Well, that's Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. and get there early. You can call to reserve a space, though. Yeah, yeah. You twenty can. bucks for a day, thirty bucks. Sell whatever you want. Just can't sell firearms. Right. Uh, just come on up and. Nothing not illegal. Believe. Don't sell anything illegal. Right. In other yeah. words. Right. You would Whatever not you believe do. the people that come up with old, worn-out boots and put them up there for oh, five yeah. bucks, and they sell. Yeah, it's, it's like, unbelievable. Yeah, they hang them in in a really in a, yeah. yeah in a in a room downstairs so, where but they one man's hold. crap is another man's treasure. Yep. That's waiters, right. no guarantee. Yeah, no guarantee. Nobody <laughs> should ever buy a used pair of waiters. <laughs> and then you got you can try guns out. On Friday and Saturday, nine to five, you got outside, inside. Right, we'll have uh, outside. We'll have all the trap shooting, sporting clays. Uh, Max donating. Uh, they're nice enough to donate all the uh, uh, targets. And then uh, we got Browning and Beretta and Caesar Greeny and Fab Arms and uh, pretty much Fianca, Frankie. Everybody's mm-hmm. gonna be there. Uh, and then on the inside, we'll have all the pistols, Glock, Smith. Everybody has range guns. And we usually do like the first three rounds free, and then after that, it's like a buck for every five rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that goes on till five o'clock both days. Well, and then you got the big gun auction on Saturday, starting at ten a.m. Yep, we've been collecting quite a few guns. We got some Winchesters, some old uh, Savage ninety nines, and mm-hmm. uh, just a little of everything. Uh, put them on the auction. It's a guaranteed go, no matter what. Yeah. Now that's what people. Just raise your hand. Right, regular you auction. Yeah, regular type auction. Yep. There's some guy going, yep. whatever. That's <laughs> good. Is that, is that you doing that? No, no. I'm, uh, I've actually done it for 20 years. Uh, did, yeah. I'm, I'm actually a ring guy. I take the bids. Oh, okay. Uh, but on this one, I kind of step away because they're my guns. Okay. Now, let me ask you this, Randy. Uh, 
I suppose some of the guns I'm guessing probably go for full value for people that really want mm-hmm. something. But I imagine sometimes there's deals if there's something that just doesn't trip anybody's trigger. Here, here's the average. It's about 30% we lose money, 30% we break even, 30% we make money. What okay. about the other 10? <laughs> Who knows? 30, 30, 30. 33, okay. 33, 33. So, right. so you break even, make money. It's early. So you break it's even okay. overall. You know, John, they but, always got to pick on everybody. But then, you know, then if, you, if you come on this side of yeah, the table. Yeah, is that what it is? That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's normally the, the volleys. Don't worry, I'll launch them back at Tom. But, but what did I do? <laughs> that's First, it. No, what no did he do? Do we start with the start of the show when you confused John when he was on a perfectly good roll? Started waving at him? I know. It's like it's like waving, waving a squirrel got in him front corn, of him. Got him confused. And then you've got, what? explain these raffle drawings. Well, what we what do, do is got? we have, I don't know, There's. it's getting so many now. Uh, I don't know, there's probably anywhere from... 10 to 15 different conservation clubs yeah. from the NRA, Wings of Wisconsin, Ducks Unlimited, uh, local uh, sportsmen's clubs. They all have gun raffles. Uh, one has a hunting raffle. They go out, go out west elk hunting, and it's kind of like going to like a you know, a DU dinner. Yeah, you just yeah. walk around, 20 bucks here, 20 bucks here. Next thing you know, you're out 300 bucks. And, yeah. And hope, hopefully, hopefully we call and you. You go on, home with no rifle. Right. And uh, hopefully we call you on Saturday and said, you, you won. Know, yeah. You've been the lucky wiener. And you also have the lowest prices of the year in the store. Right. What we're going to do is uh, it's 100% everything in the store is on sale. Mm-hmm. And this year we got some deals going. Okay. I mean, there's going to be some, usually when you run 10% over 10, you don't make a lot on guns, but you run 5%, that's normal. You run start running 10%, you know, on guns and optics. And uh, there's some things in there mm-hmm. that we got some great buys on. And we're really going to pass on the savings. All right, wow. and then you have uh, the entertainment. You got live bands Friday mm-hmm. night and Saturday night. Mans Brothers and Road Trip. Yep, yeah. Road Trip's been with us uh, eight years. Oh yeah, uh, they draw a lot of people. Yeah, uh, that usually starts around eight eight thirty. Um, you know, they go to eleven thirty, and it's just a fun outdoor event. And are you doing the fireworks again? Nope, nope. not this year. Yeah, uh, it's a little too hard for fireworks this time yeah. of year. Yeah, too dry. Okay, and then the food. You, okay, let me just list this real quick. Friday fish fry sponsored by the Lions Club. Mm-hmm. Pancake breakfast sponsored by Lomaya, Lomaira Gridiron. Pork and steak sandwiches by Lomaira FFA alumni. And my favorite, guys, the alcoholic beverages provided by Lomaira Fire Department. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this isn't just a Midwest Shooters thing. This is a community fundraiser Yeah, that I could never run by myself. You don't have enough people. So we bring everybody in the community, and everybody – Everybody has fun. It's it's their biggest fundraiser of the year. Mm-hmm. You know the fish fry for eleven bucks. You get to choose if you want shrimp, chicken, you get, or uh, shrimp or fish. You can put it together, get half and half, and mm-hmm. you get in on a gun raffle for that one too, just because you bought a fish ticket. Really, and you know th- those people are they're 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 raising. I mean, Lomira is not a big area. No. I mean, it's not a big town. So this is this is big to them. You know, mm-hmm. they're raising money that's going to really help out. Right, you know, this in the town. This is to a lot of communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really come in, and uh, the community really pulls together on this. Uh, every organization's involved in some way, and we even have the bank volunteer some of their girls to come over and help. Mm-hmm. The Lions Club isn't the youngest uh, yeah, cats in town, so we always need uh, volunteers to help serve fish. We do about our records: uh, eleven forty-eight in five hours. Eleven hundred forty-eight people in five hours. Wow. Uh, the the fish is served by Schwai, and uh, he just does a great job. 
Wow. And those people are working hard doing it, too. Oh, yeah. When you do 1140 You're working hard. They're sweating yeah. over those. Uh, well, well they, do, they do our fit. They do the frying, actually. Oh, oh. Yeah, they fry the fish, and mm-hmm. then we take care of everything else. Uh, but they got an assembly line. And the pancake guys, they, they have a gentleman that volunteers his time. He's got an eight-foot grill. It's all round. And he counts you when you pay over there in the corner. He puts your pancakes on. It goes around on a grill. It's a round grill. Time and he gets to the other side, the pancake's done. Really? You you take them off the grill. None, of this, in, none of this in a steamer. <laughs> wow. Nothing in the steamer. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and some Maybe. people said to me, uh, I, it was on the show one day, somebody said, Oh, you don't have to get there that early. You want to, you know, for uh, to sell stuff, you know, at the like the rummage mm-hmm. sale. You don't have to. Oh. I said, "Oh no, you better get there early if yeah. you want a spot." You yeah, know, I mean, we, you we take them. get there. They, they, some people do come in like nine, ten o'clock. Oh, yeah. and, and it's fine. Yeah, uh, that's fine. But some people are there at yeah. six in the morning. Oh yeah, you know, every they're, morning they're already shot. They're trying to shop before the people set up. So they <laughs> well, they want the, the deal. good deals. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah. we don't have it's, it's free. Yeah, you can just come in and park at five o'clock in the morning. Well, at five thirty, well, them guys are setting up. There's well, already people trying to pick all their stuff off the table. Yeah. Well, the, the swap meet you said you can reserve a place for twenty bucks. No, what is? Yeah, that's uh, a different part. No, no, that's the same thing. The swap meet uh, for uh, the swap meet is twenty dollars a day or thirty for two. Okay, you just come in and I'm in the area. I'll you just kind of when you get there, you go to the end of the oh, line. I see. Whoever see, comes, Tom, and then we form another line. Tom, okay. Tom thought that you paid twenty dollars to watch. No, 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 uh, no. I did displays. not. Don't, don't listen to him. <laughs> don't listen to him. He's so full of it over there. I mean, yeah. But it's like I said, it's just a fun time. It is, and we'll we'll. If you got any questions for Randy or us here at the Midwestern Shooter Supplies mm-hmm. Cutting Edge Outdoors, just you can call us at four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty, or you can email us live at the at CEO guys at yahoo.com. and we'll be right back with more. Stay tuned. We held the greatest title in the whole world, babe. You lost that fight, Rock, for all the wrong reasons. You lost your edge. Now, when we fought, you had that eye of the tiger, man, the edge. And now you've got to get it back. And the way to get it back is to go back to the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe we could win it back together. Eye of the tiger, man. <laughs> Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Absolutely. This is Dan Bush along with Tom Neubauer, <laughs> John Lunge Lehman, special guest Randy Belko. And uh, I'll take this second, this moment to uh, give some people a chance to be lucky wieners today. Um, as you know, that was uh, Eye of the Tiger, which was the theme song of a Rocky movie. In fact, I had a... Dr. Sandy was fishing with me this week. His patient uh, is the guy who wrote that theme song. He's a member of the group. Yeah. Um, In fact, he might bring him out fishing sometime. But anyway, when we come back, we're going to have bumper music from theme songs for movies. So when we come back from the breaks, if you can can be the first to call up and identify, identify which movie it came from, you will win a certificate to the beef jerky outlet 
Yeah. Yeah, I've got That's a couple cool. left. So uh, be listening when we come back. Yeah. You know, I was watching the Packer game last night, and uh, they were interviewing, uh, oh, I can't remember the guy, defensive lineman. Anyway. Jethro and, Pugh. No, and at the end of it, the guy said. Uh, Leroy you know, Selman. Lance, Lance, whatever his name is, said thank you or whatever, and the guy went, absolutely. <laughs> he, did, he did a rocky move. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely. Absolutely. I think I saw that one. Uh, yeah. Is it a big white guy with no, kind no, of a no, big black beard? guy. No, oh. big. No, the big white guy. That no, the big white guy with the reddish beard. That's uh, Lang. T.J. Lang. Oh, that's right. That was T.J. Lang. I remember. Yeah. I was, yeah. I, I happened to stare over the top of my barley and hops and looked up at the screen and I saw this guy and they said he's six four three eighteen. Yeah. He's a big and, guy. You know. I thought about it, the size of NFL players, how it's gone. I remember when Bubba Smith was supposed to be a monster at 280 years ago. Yeah. Now. Oh you know. And and on a nose tackle, they want him to be like 330 or more. Well, the Gravedigger, he played at what? Well, they said 345. That dude was 360, 370. <laughs> he was huge, man. He's lost a little weight, I hear, though. Lost a little bit. But yeah, anyway. which were the big ones? Uh, Bubba Smith, uh, Rosie Greer was a big one, I believe. Uh, big, yeah. Well, there's been a lot of big frontline guys. But oh, there's no, so no. much oh, bigger I'm now. Sorry. Now 300 is commonplace. Oh, Back yeah, then, that that's was common. like he's a monster. I yeah, mean, yeah. Jerry Kramer probably played between 240 and 260. Yeah. 260 at the beginning of the season mm -hmm, yeah. and 240 at the end. B.J. Raji was another one of those guys who was up there around 360 that said he was you know, 330, it's like, no. Do they check the longevity of these guys, though? I kind of wonder, where where are these guys 40, 50 years down the road? Well, look at some of the it's ones. It's got to be where, tough on your... Where they have them come back, and just, they a lot of them don't show it, but catch it sometime when they have them walking out on the field. You got about six guys carrying each one out there to put them in the center of the field. They can't even walk. So, uh and I played, well, I did some tournaments uh, for here for Children's Hospital from uh, 1250 WSSP. And we met some of the uh, Packers. Mm -hmm. And uh, one Packer came up, I won't mention any names, and says, Yeah, I was with one of the newer Packers. And he says, uh, He had a sign, a, a book signing that he had to do. So I was with him this morning. Now I'm with him this afternoon. He says, yeah, that guy made more in one book signing than I did in an entire year. Of playing, yeah. Those older guys, you know, from years ago, they didn't make much. A lot of them had part-time jobs. Right. You know, in That's full-time yeah. jobs, and this was their part-time job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, playing football the was the Don Hudson days. Oh, man. Hey, uh, I got to tell you, you know what's really tough in fishing? Mm. Is going out when it's over. Fish. When it's over, yeah, that too. When it's over 90 degrees. Oh, man, I was out when, actually, Wednesday, I was out, like, all day, all night. I, well, not all night, until it got dark. Two different lakes. I'm telling you, it was so hot. It, and in the morning, I was on one lake with one of my sons. It was, like, 90 degrees, dead calm, no cloud cover, and we're just sweating. I mean, it was like, oh, my, what I, whose idea was this, anyway? And then, in the afternoon, I, I take my son's boat back to his house, I get to my house, pick up my wife from work, and then all of a sudden I get a phone call from my, my older son. Dad, I'm getting off a little early from work today. You want to go out? 
over ah. to another lake. And I said, yeah, what the heck? Why not? Let's go out. <laughs> You're hooked up. My, my clothes are all stinky from sweat anyway. What the heck? Let's go. So, yeah, but that's, that is out. And I got to tell you, bluegills on the one lake, no problem. We'd be in, uh, like, we found some on the deep weed line edges, you know, with the mini mites. But then we'd be in, like, let's say 18, 20 feet of water. See a little bit of a hump on the locator, and there'd be, like, four or five, six, seven marks around it. Just drop the mini mite straight down and l- let it hit the bottom, bring it up about two feet. That's bam. Japan. Yeah, that's that's John's Japan. Bam, right away. You know, you catch a couple from that spot. You know, and these were you know averaging eight inches. They were they were nice skills. No, Japan is when you're not holding the rod, John. You put it in a holder and just let it go up and down in the. No. No. Don't. You told me that was Japan. No. John, okay, well, John's got a little John's number Jap- John's Japan is whatever he decides it is that day. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Okay, but like but that. I'll tell you, the tough part was, uh, you know, on, on one lake, the bluegills were, you know, the nice bluegills were very cooperative. On another lake, later on in the day and in the evening, where my son had done really good on Sunday, man, it was tough. And then, and bass... I, I swear to God, somebody took them all out of that first lake. I, I don't know what happened to them. I think bass has – I haven't heard a lot of good bass fishing. I'll right tell now. you, I was skipping under docks. I was fishing the weed clumps on the flats. I was fishing down as deep as 25 feet of water where there is sand grass, you know. I mean, I'm using different types of rigs. I'm trying everything, and it's like – and in some areas in that deeper water, I can see the bigger marks on the locator. I know those son of a guns are there, now, but they you, just weren't biting, you know. Let me ask you, Tom. Oh, it's uh, terrible. Do, do you use top water a lot for bass? At times I do. It depends. Because yeah. when I went with Ron Johnson, he and I went out in my boat when he was back or was up yeah. there visiting, and we just kind of started working down some piers, and it was more of a chance just to tell old stories from way back. We didn't really care. So the fishing, you know, we were just kind of going along, pitching piers and mm-hmm. stuff. But then we got along Rocky Point, <clears throat> In the Narrows, and we started working it east, so Rocky Point West to Rocky Point East, and uh, it wasn't totally calm out, and it was earlier in the evening, and, but he put on a, a topwater, Zera Spook type mm-hmm, of bait, mm-hmm. might have even been a Zera Spook, and he's got a, a another one, he said, that is even better, but he, he says it's a real expensive one, it's really good, but he wouldn't throw it on Pewaukee. Because he of the muskies. Because of the muskies, <laughs> right. Okay, he's, he's smarter yeah. than he looks. So anyway, Ron's throwing that. He says this isn't the ideal time, but sure enough, he had a nice largemouth mm-hmm. smack it. He had a big smallie come up and swoop mm-hmm. at it, and he had a, had a big largemouth come up and swoop mm-hmm. at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, right to the top of the water. So I was amazed. Yeah, yeah. There that are means t- nothing if they swoop at it. Here, I'll go out in the water and I'll go swoop, swoop. <laughs> John's <laughs> going to be that? argumentative now. <laughs> no, no, there. Just- top waters are another tool in your arsenal of a fishing tackle. You know, it's another tool, and there are and a lot of people think that if there's a chop on the water, that you can't use a top water, especially mm. like a buzz bait. You can use a buzz bait when there's chop on the water. That's no problem. You know, but yeah, it, it's just another another thing to have, and 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 let's face it, they're they're better in shallow water. Okay, shallow they're better water, in shallower uh, water. Nighttime, would you say? Uh, actually, I used to think that like a buzzbait at night or a jitterbug at night was, you know, the best thing to use at night. And yeah. I and I was taught by this one long time old guy that knew what he's doing. I spent a lot of time with him. At night, my preferred, I'm talking like midnight. Bait. No. 
it's it's a spinner bait with a big Colorado blade. A big so that when you're reeling it in, the tip of your rod is going thump 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 thump. And when that thumping stops, it's either a weed or a fish. It'll just set the hook. <laughs> you Any know? color blade that you prefer? At night, it don't matter. A lot of I think musky guys now are using the black black at, blades. At night, it doesn't matter. Double. If it's a really I, dark night, yeah, got to have a vibration. I know that I always, but I did like I, had I did like black skirts. Colorado blade, but yeah, it's a big round one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, jeez. Ewald, no. Uh, he made for me black black blades and black hair. And uh, George Wall, that's it. Remember George Wall, or did you have any? No. Okay, George Wall, he made those black on black, and that was for. Lake X, mm-hmm. and they produced fish all the time. Well, a lot of times, if you if it if it's if you got a, a full moon area, you know, and it's kind of light out, yeah, that if a fish is looking up, there might be some type of silhouette there. Okay, whoosh. yes. Hey, when we come you get back, get a whoosh. A whoosh. When, yeah, when, that's a good one. Do that. When we come back, uh, Tom was talking about how hard it is to stay. You know safely feel comfortable on the boat in hot weather for a human, I've got six tips to keep your dog happy and healthy on the water. Well, that sounds great. And then right after this break, before we do that, of course, we're going to be doing the gut report. So stay tuned for more. And if you, and Randy, we, we haven't let Randy talk at all. That's all right. That's he's right. our we're special guest. We're just listening. And uh, we're, we'll get well, more. We'll intersperse into... it, Tom, yeah. here and there. That's where we're interspersing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get Randy involved here. He's from Midwestern Shooter Supply, and this is the Midwestern Shooter Supply's Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. We'll be right back with more. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Vimar Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, you know, everybody's got a lot of zucchinis popping out now, and I like, actually, zucchinis. And even though they don't have any flavor, they take on whatever flavor you put on them or what what you're adding to them. And I'm going to tell you about the cheeseburger zucchini. It's awesome. You take a now let let one of them zucchinis grow big because you want a big zucchini. You peel it, you cut it lengthwise down the mi- middle. John, stop it over there. We're gonna turn. We're just gonna turn off your mic. Anyway, then take a spoon and 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 kind of you know yeah. take out all the seeds. You know, rip all the seeds out of that thing. So you got like a little boat. All right. Now you put it in some aluminum foil. Put it on the grill for about a half an hour. You want to soften it up, but not mushy. Okay, soften it up, but not mushy. Then. Now, while that's doing that, you take a pound of ground beef, all right, and you cook that up, you know, and you put that on the side. And then you take some uh, onions and you caramelize those, get those nice and brown and some butter, you know, and you put that on the side. So when the zucchini is softened, but not totally soft, you bring that in and you layer the, the what do you call it, uh, the ground beef on both sides, Okay, of the zucchini, and put your whatever seasonings you like in your ground beef, you know, whether it be garlic or oregano, I don't care, whatever you want to put in it. And then you put the caramelized onions on, and then you take American cheese and lay that over the top. Then put it back in the foil, but make sure your foil is a little high, right? Roll it up, put it back on the grill just for like, you know, five, ten minutes, you know, whatever, to melt everything and warm everything up. You bring it in. I'm telling you, it, it, it tastes like a cheeseburger. It's awesome. It It's great. And the zucchini takes on the flavor of all that stuff that you put in it. 
it's one of just one of many, many thousands of ways to use those zucchinis that you got grown in the backyard, you know, that you got too many of sometimes. And every now and then you ever notice how one gets away from you, you don't see it, it's under one of them big leaves, and you get a zucchini that's about 14 inches, 15 inches long and about four inches in diameter. Those are the perfect ones to use for this. Don't throw them away. They're perfect for this. Try the Zucchini Boat Cheeseburger. It really does work, and it really does taste good. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. And Bushy, yeah? You got to watch where you buy your oregano. Why? Because I bought it was in just a little baggy. A little baggy for Mm. cost a lot of money. (laughs) A hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, you got to watch that oregano. Bushy, you got something about we were talking about hot weather. Yeah, you were kind of dogs. Com- yeah, you were kind of telling, talking about you know how even a, a great athlete like yourself yeah. had a hard time <laughs> in that hot heat out there the other day. So, here's uh, some ways to keep your dog Rover happy and healthy on the water. Here we go, and this is courtesy of Boat US. Uh, dogs like people can get seasick. Hide a capsule of powdered ginger in a chunk of cheese to settle a queasy stomach. Doggy ginger snaps are an effective treat that help to prevent Maldemer, M-A-L-D-E-M-E-R. What the heck is that? Seasickness. Is that that another word for seasickness? For dogs. Well, doubling is a reward for great behavior. Okay, here we go. Uh, Let's see. Here we... Okay, if your dog swims... Okay, this is a saltwater (laughs) one. We're not going to worry about saltwater tips. We're a freshwater show. Yeah. Okay, three... Dogs are easier to bring back aboard after a swim if they wear a life jacket. Okay. Yeah, so put yeah. a life jacket on there. Okay, sounds good. Uh, to lift large dogs aboard, consider a rappel sling. Designed to lower rescue dogs into remote areas, these heavy-duty slings attach easily to hardware on your boat. They will reduce strain on your back, protect your pet, and can be used to lift other heavy items on board as well. Five, train. Here's this is the one I like. Train your dog to poop on a square of AstroTurf. Mm-hmm. Take, take a piece of AstroTurf, take it out there. Always keep the grass in the same spot so she understands that this is an okay place. Okay, that sounds like a good tip. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> you don't want your dog pooping in the boat. All right. Okay, what do you do after that? Hold on, let me look. It says... Bush, where, do, where do they go pee? Yeah, what are they... Well, you just hang them over the water, like you know, pick the dog up, <laughs> hold them over. You know, I and took, squeeze. I took, I took your granddaughter out, two six-year-old girls. Like, I got to take a pee. They're in their swimsuits, so I had to hold, lift them, hold them over the water, held, held them with, you know, with their upper body sticking out of the water till they were done. And then I had to hoist them back. You shouldn't <laughs> tell people that's illegal. Huh? No, they were just swimming. They wanted to cool off. <laughs> Lower body only. It worked. Okay, so after the dog poops on the turf, it says add a grom- gromet. Gromet? Gromet. What's a gromet? It's those little things, oh. those little round things that you like on your trailer, uh, on your cover on your trailer things. that you put your rope through, those little round holes. A gromet. A gromet. Brass. 
You know what a grommet is. No. no so add a grommet to a corner of the turf. Oh, yeah, now I know what you say. <laughs> add a grommet to a corner of the turf and thread a line through it for easy rinsing. Ah, that's a brilliant idea. Solid materials. Oh, here we go. Solid materials should be collected and disposed of properly ashore. Yeah, not in the water. No floaters. Uh, when you're done, I got a quick story to tell okay. you. Okay, no floaters. Uh, that's six. You can save the work of toting dog chow down the dock each weekend by storing kibble on board in an airtight plastic box. Add several bay leaves to the dry food to deter bugs. Remove the leaves before feeding your pet. <laughs> That'd be a little bit of roughage, I think, uh, would help them go better. I think, I think guys, I think a lot of people have figured some of that stuff out. But no, there was this one. I'm not going to mention his name, but he was fishing with our our our, our ceased, uh, God bless him, Greg Peters. Um, he was fishing with Greg one time, and he's up. This guy is up in the front of the boat, and Greg was telling a story where the guy in the front of the boat, friend of ours, was going, "Oh," and he's rubbing his stomach. Oh I God, can see this story. Oh, coming. and he's got these light colored, like grayish tan pants on, and is and all of a sudden. Greg says he's he's standing in the front of the boat and go you know complaining and next thing you know he jumps in the lake and he's holding on the boat and he's going ah oh, ah oh, you know and yeah you know what was happening yeah he had the uh, Hershey squirts or something and and then he gets in the boat and oh, his no. pants are all brownish so he jumps back in the lake, takes off his pants, and he's like washing up in the sure. lake. What else would then, he get, then after he's done with that, he gets back in the boat and puts his pants his back undies? on. I think he might have thrown those away. I don't know. Greg didn't mention anything about Still undies. Still floating at the bottom. Oh, the God. They're floating at the bottom? That's, to that's the bottom. terrible. That is just terrible. But anyway, Randy, we're after this break. We are going to talk to Randy Belko more about Midwestern Shooter Supply right after this break. So, Randy, he's just sitting there over there laughing. <laughs> well, we can't, you know, the sudden downturn of the show there with the old, uh, <laughs> you know, stunning how well, you, fast we can, ever, the thing can hit the toilet. Yeah, you ever <laughs> notice how guys will, will talk about that every now and then, you know, passing gas or this kind of dog's. Hooping in boats and yeah, whatever. just get a bunch of them together in a hunting cabin yeah. in the conversation. Let me tell you, it's not it goes, about the stock market. No, it goes downhill it goes real downhill. fast. Yeah, oh real fast. God. We're gonna be. We'll be right back on 105.7 FM, the Fan, and of course 12:50 AM uh, WSSP. So stay tuned for more. The Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. This is a theme song, Bushy. Yes, it is. Name that movie. Name that movie. Name that movie. I can name that tune in three notes. Name the movie. Name the movie, not name the tune. Yeah. 799-1250. Name that movie. Bushy's going to send you a a gift certificate. That's right. So we'll be taking the first person that can name the movie that that was the theme song of. And also... 
we have our Hornschwaggle segment. So if you would like to be a contestant on the Hornschwaggle, 799-1250 is the number. You have to be correct on two out of three statements about, well, the outdoors, wildlife, uh, shooting, guns, anything kind of related to guy stuff that any guy should know. A dog and, taking a poop. And, and what well, they, I don't think we'll cover the canines yeah. this week, and what John, they, but maybe next week. What are they going to win, Bushy? Uh, they're going to win a prize package from uh, Baitmate Fish Attractant Coleman, Coleman Insect Repellents. Yeah, so they'll get a nice price package. All they got to do is call 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Bushy's going to ask you three questions. Just three get questions. two out of three correct. Hold on, I got to go talk to him. You got to tell him, hornswoggle or no hornswoggle. And that's all you got to do. Oh, here's a caller, Anthony. Oh, no, no, you should be doing that. You're you're the producer right now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and just get his name, that's all. Or his or her well, name. Might be someone. Well, that's true. They yeah, might have that, too. Yeah, there's two things going on. Oh, my God. There's a lot going on. I, I hope Anthony was paying attention. What? Uh, whose name? You, who, who do you got up there? Is this a Hornswoggle contestant? You can talk to us on the air. That's okay. You, 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 we, we allow that. Yes, you can talk, yeah, talk to us. We don't care. Yeah. You got a contestant on for the Hornswoggle? Yes, we do. And the other callers, they might be calling with the name of the movie, so you might want to check them. Oh, Greg's handling that? that? Okay. Who do you got on the line there? Here we got Joe from East Troy. All right, Joe from East Troy. Okay, Joe, you know how this works? Uh, I do know how it works, but did someone name the movie? That's the reason why I was calling. Oh, Oh, no. Well, that wasn't my fault. Okay. Okay, name the movie. The Warriors? The Warriors, okay. All right. So we're going to get your uh, address, name and address off the air, okay? Excellent. And Bushy's going to send you that gift certificate. All right. All Thank right. you very much. Thanks. Is your mic on? You might yeah, want to. on. You might want to press your button, Bushy, over there, the red mic. There you go. Now it's there on. Okay, go. now I'm on. All right. Now uh, now we need a contestant for the Hornschwaggle. 799-1250 is for the Hornschwaggle. That's okay. There. While we're waiting for somebody to call at 414-799-1250, that's the Hornschwaggle, get three questions. Oh, there we go. You get uh, the bottom one there. Take the bottom one, Anthony. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah, see? He just said two. (laughs) Take two. (laughs) Oh, boy. Greg's got it under control. Yeah, from back there. Anyway, I'm, I'm totally confused. I'm sorry. Randy. We do have a contestant. We have Harry from Shorewood on line two. Okay, okay Harry, Harry. Harry from Shorewood. Okay, Harry from Shorewood. Okay, what Harry. You know how this. Uh, Good morning, no, Harry. Yeah. Hi, guys. Go ahead and go ahead and do it. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Let's do, do it. it. <laughs> Let's do it. We got Randy from Midwestern Shooter Supply here with us, and you know they got lots of firearms up there. So here's a firearm question. The 44 Magnum Super Red Hawk is made by Smith and Wesson. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? No hornschwaggle. Oh, that was a hornschwaggle. Yeah. It's made by Ruger. No, Ruger. Made by yeah. Ruger. Ruger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You got right. me. It's early okay. in the morning. Gotcha. Oh, it's early in the morning, right? I'm okay. Um, here, you got this one. If you are lost <laughs> in the woods. Or anywhere, actually. <laughs> if you're lost. I'm lost this morning. Go ahead. <laughs> 
it's always a good idea to have some type of signal device, hornswoggle or no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. All right, okay. that's one. That's one. We got a little tra- Oh, good, there we go. Anthony. Way to go. You're doing great, buddy. Hey. hey. Okay. Uh, mountain lion is another, or cougar is another name for mountain lion. Hornswoggle, no hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. It was a no oh, hornswoggle. No, it's a no hornswoggle. Oh, geez. It was a no hornswoggle. Yeah, yeah mountain sorry, lions, mountain cougars, cougars they're, same puma, thing. they're all the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Darn it. Well, thanks well, for listening and thanks for playing. And we'll. Hey, you guys are the bomb. All Give right. a shot. Take care, Try man. again next week. All right. Yeah, I know. Bye. Got it. I, I didn't. I delivered. Didn't even. I thought put, that was an easy. I didn't one. even put puma in there because some Are people might call something yeah, else a right, puma. Right. But a cougar and a mountain lion. You yeah. repeated it. Well, well, but you, you know maybe cougar, oh, maybe uh, now that cougars probably... refer to like you know older women chasing younger guys, <laughs> maybe that's changed. Yeah. And then of course we know what like it's a what a sixty year old plus is chasing a younger guy. That's a saber tooth. So old they should be extinct. But bushy, what is a Sixty-year-old guy like yourself. Who says? A, who says I'm sixty? Who says I'm sixty? You're not. No. Uh, that normal. That's what you call him. <laughs> normal. Normal. Straight. <laughs> that's what you call him. So, Randy, normal straight landowner, wealthy landowner yeah. from Douglas County. That's what you call him. How's it working yeah. out for you? Not yeah. so good. <laughs> we got any want to move up to a great log cabin in Douglas County? I'm your guy. <laughs> Even got an outhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got about three minutes, Randy. Tell us what's going on on Winnebago. Well, the fish, fishing up there has been kind of slow. It's uh, yeah. been a rough year. Uh, man, they had a tournament up there about, uh, well, a week ago, or t- two weeks ago, I guess. 35 zeros out of 50 boats. Wow. Three wow. fish won the tournament. Wow. Uh, it's been, and then, but the week before, yeah. same individual that placed second that one, he won the AIM tournament up there. He had 40 pounds. You know, it's, it's really Go been figure. hitting this. I thought the perch fishing was doing pretty good. Or it's, the it, size it, is good. Fair. There's other lakes around the area. Beaver Dam is way yeah, better right yeah, now for big really? fish. And uh, wow. but you know everybody's kind of switched over to the salmon. Yeah. Guys, yeah. Tell us about Lake Michigan. Been, well, it's been a great year. Five, it's been what five years since we've had this, and mm-hmm. you know for once. And uh, I talked to some friends. I was at a show, and they're from the Michigan side. And they're like, "Oh man, we can caught two salmon a day, maybe." He goes, "There's nothing on the Michigan side. They're all over here." Why is We're that? Blowing that. Well, way. wherever the bait go. Yeah, right, like right, one year it, it has something to do with the wind and the water temperature, but yeah. this year just great. I don't know if you guys about we were fishing in five feet of water. What? Yeah, we had the big forty-two footer in five feet of water, and I catching mean, fish. If you can get to the shoreline, I mean, everybody knows about Concordia. I mean, if you would have walked down all them steps, you could have sat right there and cast it, and you would have cast it to our boat, and we were catching our inside boards. The only oh, problem is. Oh, oh. If you catch two or three, you got to go all the way back up them steps. That's all. Have you guys now, ever been there? Now, what's this? Concordia, where is Concordia this? University. Oh, there. North Milwaukee, yeah. I, I've never been to yeah, by the steps. Yeah, you can park right there, walk yeah. right down, and there's a whole beach. You can walk up and down, cast any of that area up in there. Yeah. You know, we just got to get a west wind again for four or five days, and they'll come right, right back. And they'll the come in. Yeah. See, I only went out once, wow. Randy, and it was after that west wind had ended. And uh, I, I had a, a guy that I was talking to, and uh, he was going out. Every day and getting them, just going right outside the break wall in 40 feet of water. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, a friend of mine went with him, and they only ended up with one. They went out deeper and got one little coho, and the guy he was with 
said, well, we got some east wind. It should start blowing that cold water back, and it's the exact opposite. Right. It was all the west wind, and that's why anybody with a boat could go out there and go out and troll and catch them in close. They yep. were hammering them. Yeah, people don't understand. You can take your walleye boat out there when it's got that west wind. Yeah. Take your walleye boat out there. Take your walleye boards. Just put some J-plugs behind it. And you know, go. 15, 20 feet behind it. Troll them like you're trolling walleye. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It should get good again, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got to go to our update, and who's going to do our update today? Anthony? Anthony's going to do our update, so we'll way be to, back. Way to put more pressure on him. Tom. Yeah, I know. Hey, <laughs> Anthony, you're not scared or nothing, right? Not at all. No, you got this handled, right? Yeah, he does. Uh, Leave alone, Tom. Yeah, we'll be back for the second hour of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.